All right, welcome back. Straight Talk episode number four. Today, we're in Istanbul studios of Property Turkey. I really like the studios thing. It's actually the office, not studios, with Cameron Diggin, as usual. Today, we will be talking about um, something very important for people who are looking for investing into Turkey, okay? Obviously, there is, Turkey is a developing country, especially the real estate market is booming. There's so much information out there, and it's not really easy, because the, the language spoken here in Turkey is Turkish, and inf investors are not familiar with it, so it's very limited when it comes to English information, right? So how can they find good information, plan their... Um, investment here uh, and also come here, select the right agent and actually move here. As far as I'm concerned, and we've been in the market since 2001. So that's many, many years of experience, many, many years of meeting and assisting hundreds, if not thousands of clients. In my experience, the, the, the most successful clients, and when I say successful, I mean clients who end up achieving what they set out to achieve. Most successful clients are the best planners. And how do they go about planning? Well, first of all, they have to decide where in Turkey. This is a very important question. Where you want to invest in Turkey? Turkey is an 81, 82 million population country, which as a landmass is probably five times the size of the United Kingdom. So we're talking about a very large country. And within this country, there are, would you believe, microcultures. There are rather huge differences from one area to the to another, socially, culturally, everything geographically, is everything. everything is so where do you start? Do you invest in Istanbul, which is a 20 million metropole? A country on its own. A country on its own. Yeah. Or do you invest in a place like Bodrum, which is a, a lovely, elegant seaside resort? Or do you go to a place like Fethiye, which is quite a, 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 a local, um, traditional seaside resort, or do you go, go to a place like Antalya, which is in between a town and a city with its one point something million population. So it's not as huge as Istanbul, and it's at the seaside. It's, it's, it's like the Miami Beach of Turkey, yeah. so to speak. So where do you go? Which one is more suitable for your lifestyle and investment needs? I think, in my opinion, one of the most important considerations for a potential investor before even they start looking at property is to select the right area, area. the right area we do get some potential buyers who call us and who would say things like oh I want to come to Istanbul and then I want to spend two days in Istanbul and then fly out to Antalya, spend another two days there and then drive to Fethiye, spend a day there and then go to Bodrum, spend that, two days there that, that's a then mess. I'll decide what to buy. That's a mess right in there. In my experience of almost 20 years, I don't think I've seen one single buyer, well, they're not buyers because they haven't bought, one single individual who's done that and who's managed to buy anything. Because... Firstly, two, three days is not enough for Istanbul. Istanbul, Antalya, Bodrum, Fethiye, Kalkan, these are all very, very different places. So Even different from each other. Different from one another. So that means that the potential buyer 
has not done careful planning. Yeah. They don't quite understand what they're looking for. They don't know what they're looking for themselves. So number one is planning. Okay. Evaluate your own needs. Okay, let me know what you want. That's very, very important. Let me ask you a question. Okay, the, 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 the area is very important, but how can someone get good, sound information about all of these different areas in, in Turkey? Very good question. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm about to say something rather controversial here, yeah. which um, a lot of my fellow um, real estate consultancies will probably hate me for, for saying this. But if you are looking or if you are doing your research on areas, what each area in Turkey and even say in Istanbul, what each sub-area of Istanbul offers in terms of lifestyle and investment, the very last place you should be doing this research is websites of real estate companies. The very last place. And I will tell you exactly why. A great majority of real estate companies in Turkey that offer products in the overseas market, they are very regional. They sell either in Istanbul alone, or in Bodrum alone, or in Fethiye alone. Although, on their websites, you may see a combination of areas, but those areas are only there generally for internet and search engine ranking purposes. But in reality, they are area specific. They sell in one area only, because their operation is located in that area only. Exactly. So, do an independent research. And how do you do that? You can go on to um, tour operators' websites. You can read people's testimonials about their experiences in different areas. You can literally check up the areas online. You can look at Istanbul, what the population is, what the economy is, what the different areas in Istanbul are. There, there, there are so many information out there, so much information out there that will give you um, a very good idea about different areas of Turkey if you know where to look. Just don't be lazy, do your research. Okay, we, we've, we've done the area, what, what else do we need to plan in advance? Your budget, you need to know what your spending level is. Yeah. That's, without that, you, without, without crossing step number one, you can't go to step number two. Yeah. So you can't possibly, you can't possibly decide to go to Turkey with a view to looking at properties unless you know what your budget is. And when I say your budget, I mean what your cash budget is, how much literally you have that you can put down. And if you're gonna um, purchase something with a two, three, four, five year installment plan, what can you afford on a monthly, quarterly basis in terms of installment payments? You need to know this before you even start looking at properties. There's no point in liking properties, looking at websites, in my opinion, unless you know what you can afford and you can't afford. Yeah. So get your budget right and be able to communicate it accurately to whoever you're going to work with. In terms of okay, that is my next question right there. Who to work with? How to find? Okay, I, I, I get that. Different areas will do our research, okay? Um, the size of the property, the type of the property, if it's an investment or a lifestyle investment, uh, whatever. But how can I really make sure if I'm really dealing with a good real estate agent or, or a fake one or a bad one? How can I go, go about it? 
Okay, um, that's a tough one yeah. because when you go online and you search for, say, property for sale in Turkey or property for sale in Istanbul, you're going to come up with pages and pages and pages of information, results that Google will throw. Yeah. And, you know, there'll be hundreds, if not thousands, of companies that um, offer properties in Turkey. So, how do you know who to approach? Yeah. Well, it's trial and error in reality. But to give you a few indications of what to look out for, read their testimonials. Um, there are a lot of fake testimonials out there, but still, read their testimonials. One thing to look out for in those testimonials is the date of their testimonials. Look how far back they go, because that will give you a, a very accurate indication, or at least some indication of how established that company is. Look at their media coverage. Literally, type the name of the company, and if you know the name of the major operators or the owners of the company, type their names in Google and look to see if they feature in reputable media, such as Financial Times, New York Times, The, the Telegraph, the, the Daily Sabah in Turkey. It's not easy to be featured on those media outlets, is it? It's not. Uh -huh. You, you, you got to be a top-level agent or top-level company uh, to be featured in those um, media outlets. If you've been around a long while yeah. and if you have the right visibility, believe me, sooner or later, they will come to you. Because what they want in their editorials and in their coverage is they want, they want expert opinions. Yeah. And those expert opinions can only be collected from experts in their niche segments. So if you have been around a long while, believe me, yeah. um, you would have been featured in some um, editorial, in some sort of uh, me me media coverage. Mm. I'm not talking about advertisements. There's a clear distinction between an advertisement and an editorial. But you will be featured in there. Look for those because they are very important clues as to how um, <coughs> reputable and how well established a company is. Okay. And, and other than that, um, visit their offices, see who they are. Well, that's of course once you come to Turkey. But do your due diligence on these agents, because on these agents and consultants, because there are thousands out there. <coughs> and being in the sector for 20 years, I know for a fact that of those thousands, 80, 90 percent, taxi drivers turn real estate agents, butchers turn real estate agents. Yeah. All right, then without uh, not diving too deep into your company's secrets, okay? That's not my intention. Can you tell me how a good real estate agent operates? Or rather, how do you guys operate? I think the key is transparency. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think the key is um, being open and honest with clients. Because at the end of the day, we're in business um, to make profits, which means that it's, 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 it's no secret that we charge a fee. We earn most of our fees from sellers, from developers, construction companies, <coughs> but we earn a fee. Um, so we do this for a fee. Uh, but having said that, we need to add value to our clients. And what is that? It's good service. It's um, obtaining the best price and terms. In other words, it's giving the best value for money to the client. That's our job and that's our target. I feel 
happy when I feel that we have achieved that with our clients. So how do we do this? Um, but before I get into how do we do this, I want to explain something. And this is really, really important for any potential buyer to understand this is of absolute crucial importance. In Turkey, um, there is hardly a sole agency model in operation. Now, this is rather different to some other countries where you have an agent that is responsible for this product, that product, this project, and, and not others. And then some other street or some other projects are covered by some other agent on a contract. In Turkey, that does not tend to be the case. In Turkey, a well-established consultancy agency will have almost everything under its belt. There is, that's what I mean. There is no sole agency model. So if you're a potential buyer, overseas buyer, trying to come over here with a view to finding a right home or investment, do not make the mistake of setting up appointments with five, six, seven different agents. All you're doing, if you do this, is setting yourself up for failure. Because for an agent, for a good agent, to be able to give you good advice and guidance, they need to build a bond with you. What I call building a rapport. So, as a potential buyer, go for rapport building rather than quantity of agents that you see. Because by seeing more and more agents, you're not going to be having access to a better portfolio. All you're doing is, you are cutting into that ever so important rapport building and bond building exercise. Why? Because the longer time you spend with one agent that you have tested and decided is the right agent, the longer time you spend with them before you come to Turkey, and the longer time you spend with them in the car or in the office looking at properties and areas, the better rapport you're building with them. Yeah. At the end of the day, both the buyer and the seller and the agent, we're all human beings. We're all a bunch of emotions. Yeah. So for us, friendship, trust, things like building a bond, building, building a rapport are all important things. Yeah. When we feel that we have a close rapport with someone, we have a good bond with someone, we are going to go the extra mile, the extra step to help that person. But if we only see a potential buyer for one half day, yeah. that's a number for us. A couple of hours, that's it. That's a number. That's not like someone you build a rapport with. So my number one advice to potential buyers is do not sacrifice a good rapport for quantity or number of agents that you see. A good agent that has been around a long while, they will have everything that you need to see. Yeah. They will have everything within their portfolio that you would want to see. In other words, you don't need to see five, six agents to see a wide range of properties. A good agent is able to show you everything. Now, you ask how we operate. Um, for us, it's before, during, and after 
purchase. Before is our client advisory department. These are the guys that are on the phones. We are 20, 22 people now in our client advisory department. Most of these guys have been in the sector for many years. They know the areas they advise on inside out. They're really, really experienced. Um, <clears throat> so our client advisors build the bond with our clients. Sometimes they work with these clients not for weeks, months, but for years before these clients come over here. So imagine the level of expertise, the, 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 the level of rapport that they have built in that time. And when they come, then our field consultants kick in. These are the guys who generally are constantly on the road. They're making new deals, they're finding new properties, they're signing new contracts. Basically, they keep the finger on the pulse in terms of what's going on in the market, in terms of which company is doing well, which construction company is struggling, which developer needs a, 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 a quick cash injection so we can carve better deals. It's their job to do all that. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. They are our intelligence gatherers. And when our clients land here in Turkey, they are the guys who meet and greet the clients and spend two, three, four, five, six days, however long it takes, to actually make sure that the client's aims are satisfied, are fulfilled, or finding the right investment and home. And then, after all that is done, that the contracts are signed, the client is happy, they are buying their new home, our after-sale, finance and after-sale department kicks in, who is then responsible for the legal sides of things. We have immigration lawyers on board as well. And then these guys are responsible for literally managing, maintaining, and extracting the maximum return on investment for our clients on their properties. So, for us, it's before, during, and after. That's our complete cycle.